Hey everybody and welcome again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today, as we devotionally travel through the New Testament, today we're going to look at Revelation chapter 8. And we're really just going to look at three verses, verses 8 through 10. And this text is a text that helps us um, continue to wrestle with how we feel about God's judgment upon the earth. You know, sometimes in our culture, in our world, we look at God's judgment and we might have like this knee-jerk reaction to say, well, judgment's bad no matter what. God God should not judge. I mean, you know, we should have a God of just grace and just mercy. And we've almost been like trained to have an emotional response to God's judgment that is a just strictly negative. Like, oh, we don't, we don't want people to be judged. We don't, we don't want that. Well, this text is very insightful for us as we wrestle with how how we feel about God's judgment. I mean, if someone was to say, "Man, I just I just love it when God judges, and I just want to see Him judge everyone, and I want I want judgment, 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 judgment," you know, we would kind of like slowly back away, like, huh. I'm not sure everything's quite like there should be a sense where like man we, we should maybe be kind of uncomfortable with this. But the other side of that spectrum is true as well where if someone were like man I just hate everything about God's judgment and and you know like God's judgment just makes me feel sick like constantly and like I I can't even like believe that God would judge that that's in his character and that's in his nature. You know what? We we should feel the same uneasiness about that person as well. Almost like back away slowly, right? Like, like this person doesn't have a proper understanding of the, the fullness of the character of God. Well, this text, verses 8 through 10 of Revelation chapter 10, I think helps us wrestle with this, the, the mixed emotions, the mixed sentiment we have when it comes to God's judgment. Let me, let me introduce you to the text and show you what I mean. Uh, Revelation 10, verses 8 through 10, it says, Then I heard a voice, or excuse me, then the voice that I had heard from heaven spoke to me again, saying, Go, take the scroll that is open in the hand of the angel who is standing on the sea and on the land. And this scroll represents God's judgment. It says, So I went to the angel, and I told him to give me the little scroll. And he said to me, Take and eat it. It will make your stomach bitter. But in your mouth, it will be sweet as honey. And I took the little scroll from the hand of the angel and I ate it. It was sweet as honey in my mouth. But when I had eaten it, my stomach was made bitter. This is the tension of God's judgment. God's judgment. Well, there is, there is a, a sense where we eat it and it tastes sweet. Like, yes, wicked will be the wicked will be dealt with. Evil will be punished. Justice will will be issued on all the land. There is a sweetness to judgment. There is a sweetness to judgment. We should, in a sense, have grateful hearts when judgment is merited out upon the earth. This sounds weird, but, but it should taste sweet. But also, additionally, it's not just sweet on our lips, but as we digest it, there is a, there is a bitterness to our stomach. There, there's an uneasiness in our bowels as we recognize that this is, this is judgment poured out upon humanity, upon the earth. Yes, we should be thankful when the wicked are judged, but yes, we should also have an uneasiness 
I think part of this uneasiness comes from the fact that we ourselves should be counted among those who are wicked. Oh, we remember that, that judgment was uh, poured out upon Christ, our substitute. You know, we don't look at the wicked and be like, oh, I'm so much better than them. <laughs> Rather, we look at them and we say, wow, I should be standing right there with them. I, I deserve exactly what they deserve. See, the, the sweetness is that there's justice. And the bitterness is that there's justice. Oh, this is this is a tension for believers. We, as those who trust in Christ, have had our sins paid for. Justice has been poured out <laughs> upon Christ on our behalf. How sweet it is to trust in Jesus. Well, what a what a gift we have, knowing forgiveness and grace and mercy. And, and then how sweet it is to know that justice will be poured out upon the world. But how bitter it is. How, how unsettling it is. See, when we look at God's judgment, we, we rejoice and we grimace. But when we look at God's judgment, we, we taste the sweetness and we sense the bitterness. It's both and, and that's okay. What would not be okay is, is one side or the other. What would not be okay is a, is a kind of a calloused heart that just rejoices in judgment of others. And what would not be okay is a, is a hard heart toward the Lord that says God should not judge at all. No, we, we as believers, we hold the tension. And in that tension, we thank the Lord that he is the perfect judge. See, see, he is the sovereign judge. In the end, we can trust that he will faithfully act justly. You know, we might not see things the way he does. We might not have the vantage point that he does, and yet we can trust that he will judge with perfect righteousness. And this is the ancient way for our modern day. To live in the tension, to taste the sweet and to feel the bitter. And in all of that, trust in the sovereign holy God who is the judge of all.